Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about some of the most powerful words ever written. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about some of the most important and exciting words ever uttered. You know, there's an old saying that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. And that's nice. Perhaps it helps us not dwell on criticism or slander. But the problem is, it's not entirely true. You know, Ephesians 4.29 tells us that words can hurt. Paul writes, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Some words can build others up. Words have the power to hurt. They, they can tear people down, but also to benefit, also to build up. Paul says that as Christians, we must always be striving for the latter. He writes in verse 32, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ Jesus, God forgave you. Our words have an impact on those around us. And so we must use them to show the world the love and the forgiveness of Christ. But we also know that our words will never have the same power as God's words. You know, just two chapters before this admonition from Paul to respect the effect of our speech, Paul wrote two of the most powerful words ever uttered. He starts out in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. Through our sin, we were deserving of condemnation and death. I, I was reading an article about this new trend because of social media. Uh, there's this new phenomenon where everything we say and think and do is recorded and it's public. And so even a single mistake can destroy a life. It can destroy a career. Maybe it's a, a tweet that was poorly conceived or an out of context comment, but that becomes enough to, to bring on public shaming. And the author of the article was bemoaning this new reality that a single mistake could destroy a person. And as a society, I pray you know, we, that we can overcome that culture of outrage to adopt the forgiveness of Christ but let's be clear, this phenomenon that, that's playing out in the world right now, where it seems like every simple mistake destroys your life, that's the case with all sin. A single sin will destroy you. It doesn't matter if you try to hide it or, or do good deeds to balance it out. No, you get one strike and you're out. Now, that doesn't seem fair when it happens in our society, and it doesn't seem fair on an eternal level. Why? Well, because we can look in the mirror and know no one is perfect. No one has lived a life without sin except for Christ, and everyone has mistakes. And so, as Paul puts it, everyone is deserving of wrath. That's where the most powerful words ever written come in, because our story doesn't stop here. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4, in the King James, it says, But God. 
That's the key. On our own, we deserved outrage and condemnation and death, but our God loves us. Verse 4 continues, but God, who's rich in mercy because of his great love for us, made us alive with Christ, even when we are dead in transgressions. It's by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order that in the coming ages, he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. That's the key. But God. There have never been more important words written. We can be free from the sentence we deserve because of these words. These words flow through the Bible. It says, but God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock that were with him in the ark, and he sent a wind over the earth, and the waters receded in Genesis 8.1. Again, but God. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever in Psalm 73.26. When they had done to him all that the scriptures had said, they took him down from the cross and laid him in the tomb, but God raised him up from the dead, Acts 13, 29 through 30. But God demonstrates his own love towards us and that while we are still sinners, Christ died for us, Romans 5, 8. And time and time again in the scriptures, this is reaffirmed, that God can transform our lives. He will astonish us with his power and his mercy and his grace. Ephesians, and truly of the whole gospel, tells us that once our love for God was entirely dead, our sin showed that to him. Our our sin showed him that we didn't care if he created us. Our sin showed him that we didn't care if he loved us, that we didn't care that he even sent his son to die for us. Our sin wholly separated us from the perfect creator, but God. Once we decided to make the ruler of the kingdom of the air, it says there in Ephesians, our master, We abandoned God's leadership and we decided we alone wanted the reins to our life, but God. Once we were a slave to death with no other options, a single sin made us worthy of death and the pull of our flesh made us keep on sinning. In Romans, Paul has this uh, remarkable monologue where he talks about how he wanted to do good, but it seemed like sin was ever present, but God. You know, once we were enemies of God, once we were hating him, once we were children of wrath, but God. Once we were lost, but God, being rich in mercy, showed us his love. And he did it by taking our sin, the the life-taking burden that was wrapped on our shoulders, and placing it on his son, who is life itself. These two words, but God, tell us that on our own, we couldn't do it. On our own, we were lost, and that we could only be saved by the grace of God. Ephesians 2 verse 8, it says, For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. God is in control. It's only through his love, only through his grace, that we can be free of our rebellion, free from our sin that separates us from coming into the presence of the Almighty. But God loved us enough to send his only begotten son so that we could have abundant life. Those two words, but God, are the most powerful words ever written. And they are what can sustain us each and every day. 
That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Ruta Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rutadaily.com right now.